Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Spanner, the Google database that mastered time, is now open to everyone by Cade Metz. About a decade ago, a handful of Google's most talented engineers started building a system that seems to defy logic. Called Spanner, it was the first global database, a way of storing information across millions of machines in dozens of data centers spanning multiple continents, and it now underpins everything from Gmail to AdWords, the company's primary money maker. But it's not just the size of this creation that boggles the mind. The real trick is that, even though Spanner stretches across the globe, it behaves as if it's in one place. Google can change company data in one part of this database, running an ad, say, or debiting an advertiser's account, without contradicting changes made on the other side of the planet. What's more, it can readily and reliably replicate data across multiple data centers in multiple parts of the world and seamlessly retrieve these copies if any one data center goes down. For a truly global business like Google, such transcontinental consistency is enormously powerful. Before Spanner, this didn't seem possible. Machines couldn't keep databases consistent without constant and heavy communication. And communication across the globe took much too long. You know, the speed of light and all that. Google's engineers needed something like the Ansible, a fictional device that first appeared in Ursula Le Guin's 1966 novel Rokanan's World and became a sci-fi trope. The Ansible can instantly send information across any distance, defying both time and space. A spanner isn't the Ansible, it can't shrink space, but it works because those engineers found a way to harness time. No one else has ever built a system like this. No one else has taken hold of time in the same way. And now Google is offering this technology to the rest of the world as a cloud computing service. Google believes this can provide some added leverage in its battle with Microsoft and Amazon for supremacy in the increasingly important cloud computing market, just because Spanner is unique. And some agree. 
Well, if they offer it, people will want it and people will use it, says Peter Bayliss, an assistant professor of computer science at Stanford University, who specializes in massively distributed software systems. But as others point out, there are few businesses that have the same needs as Google. In the past, if you built a system that spanned hundreds of machines and multiple data centers, you followed an important rule. Don't trust time. If a system involved communication between many machines in many different places, time would vary from machine to machine. Just because time, precise time, is a hard thing to keep. Services like the Network Time Protocol aimed to provide machines with a common reference point. But this worked only so well, mainly because networks are slow. It takes time to send the time. And for Google, this was a problem. If a database spanned multiple regions, it couldn't ensure that transactions in one part of the world lined up with transactions in another. It couldn't get a truly global picture of its operations. It couldn't seamlessly replicate data across regions or quickly retrieve replicated data when it was needed. So Google's top engineers found a way to trust time. Part of the trick is that they equipped Google's data centers with a series of GPS receivers and atomic clocks. The GPS receivers, much like the one in your cell phone, grab the time from various satellites orbiting the globe, while the atomic clocks keep their own time. Then they shuttle their time readings to master servers in each data center. These masters constantly trade readings in an effort to settle on a common time. A margin of error still exists, but thanks to so many readings, the masters can bootstrap a far more reliable timekeeping service. This gives you faster-than-light coordination between two places, says Peter Mattis, a formal Google engineer who founded CockroachDB, a startup working to build an open-source version of Spanner. Google calls this timekeeping technology TrueTime, and only Google has it. Drawing on a celebrated research paper that Google released in 2012, Mattis and CockroachDB have duplicated many other parts of Spanner, but not TrueTime. Google can pull this off only because of its massive global infrastructure. To be sure, a few others could build a similar service, namely Amazon and Microsoft, but they haven't yet. With help from TrueTime, Spanner has provided Google with a competitive advantage in so many different markets. It underpins not only AdWords and Gmail, but more than 2,000 other Google services, including Google Photos and the Google Play Store. Google gained the ability to juggle online transactions at an unprecedented scale, and thanks to Spanner's extreme form of data replication, it was able to keep its services up and running with unprecedented consistency. Now, Google wants a different kind of competitive advantage in the cloud computing market. It hopes to convince customers that Spanner provides an easier way of running a global business, an easier way of replicating their data across multiple regions and thus guard against outages. The rub is that very few businesses are truly global. But Google is betting its new service will give customers the freedom to expand as time goes on. Among them is JDA, a company that helps businesses oversee their supply chains, which is now testing Spanner. The volume of data and velocity with which that data is coming at us is amplifying significantly, says JDA Group Vice President John Savary. Spanner could also be useful in the financial markets, allowing big banks to more efficiently track and synchronize trades happening across the planet. And Google says it's already in talks with large financial institutions about this kind of thing. Traditionally, many banks were wary of handling trades in the cloud for reasons of security and privacy. But those issues are softening. 
A few years ago, Spanner was something only Google needed. Now, Google is banking on change. How did you like that last episode? Is there anything we can do to make it better? I'm Raul, and I'm part of the team that brings this spoken edition to you. Help us improve it by sending me your feedback via email to raul at spokenedition.com. Your opinion is very important to us, and we'd love to hear from you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.